Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, it's Monday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia. Little Rolling Stones hangover, but it's going away minute by minute, hour by hour. But I'm guessing this won't be the last we hear about the concert this hour. I bet you Lori will have a little story for Holly coming up with her Dirt Alert. And of course, we've got Sex Monday as well. All right, Granty. Grant. Okay. I said it, Granty, only because I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, you snuck it in. That's the first time in a long time. I know. Yeah, it's. I can't handle that pejorative. <laughs> I'm on painkillers. Yeah, right. It should be, rightfully so. Um, okay, so uh, in Rome over the weekend, Julia, the uh, Eternals uh, premiered, and um, Angelina Jolie traveling with her daughter Shiloh and yes. Zahara. Yes. And um, Holly posted these photos. So she wore the most amazing um atelier versace the gown is like kind of it almost looks like it's molten leather or something on her that first one yeah it was really pretty it was gorgeous and then uh it almost looked like a leather dolce and gabbana is the other photo and then holly got us the photo that's causing everyone in the hair community to <laughs> gasp and lose their mind. Oh, oh, oh. Have you seen it, Grant? I'm going right go now. Go and look at look, the photo. You gotta look at her hair in the silver dress because it, it, I, it's like someone forgot to attach the rest of her hair. Somebody's oh, getting fired. Yeah, the hair really extensions, it's were really bad. Bluntly fastened to her head with no even means of looking like it meshed or blended no. in. Um, it's almost as if um, one of the kids had done it, you know, in the in the in the limo t- on the it's way really there. Bad. And maybe she it was on purpose, Lori. No, it wasn't. Did. No, no, Julia, it wasn't. It wasn't because her hair's halfway down her back. And then there's another half. There's another I ha- see it from the behind, the one from the side. Yeah. Oh, that is a terrible. I don't even know. I'm not. I don't even know what that is, but it looks terrible. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's it's like someone forgot to finish all the extensions across. She ran out of time. Yeah, because here it is. This is the grand finale. She is wearing a custom Versace. Yeah. It Versace. is draped. And chainmail, silver really metal be- fabric. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's old Hollywood vibe. This is custom for Angelina, so no one else is going to get this, but you can take a look at it. But her hairstylist did her dirty. It's just, I've never seen anything quite like it. Uh, yeah, I never and even if, think of if, her wearing hair right, extensions. And even if it, yeah, they all do. They Everyone's all do, don't fake they? and everybody smokes, Lori. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's from Colleen and Bradley. But, <laughs> but so if you were the person you ran out of time for some reason or another, the, you would creatively figure out a way to put that up, wear it on a side pony, do a braid, do something yeah. besides just leaving it there. 
I mean, I love that she's back to sexier dressing. The fact that she didn't wear a, a, a sack dress in yeah, Rome nice. and wore this Dolce & Gabbana, I mean, maybe that's kind of a... Even though I didn't really like the dress on her, but I'm interested to see how the promotions are going for the Eternals. Selma Hayek didn't make it to Rome, but Gemma Chan did. And right now, the Eternals is at 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. I bet it does well. Yeah, I think so. Now, some of the European um, uh, critics have called, have not liked it. One, One critic called it a miserably undernourished script. Which, you know, that's... That's a bad thing. Yeah, that's a bad thing. That, that doesn't sound good to me. Um, the the London the Times, they gave the film two stars and said it's got strange self-sabotaging energy, but the characters are just terrible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> another not wonderful... All right, but you have to tell us, because you okay, saw, I saw the last I want to hear about it. Okay. So this is the Matt Damon Ben Affleck... Jodie Comer. Written Here we and, go. Written and directed and produced and starred. I don't think they directed it. They didn't direct it, it but no. they wrote and Yeah, it based on a true story from like 1346. So I did like the CGI effects of seeing 13th century Paris and Notre Dame as it's just being built. And you can just see, you know, you see a couple of recognized. Okay. And, and again, I always, every time I see a period movie, I'm always grateful that I was not born and had to live in such muddy circumstances. I know, Lori. <laughs> Lori would have never been good in those times. Oh, no. I mean, I just can't imagine it. But. The movie is <laughs> one of my favorite. Yeah. I just am always I like. Gotta, I could have never handled walking with my boots in the muds and getting out of a stagecoach, oh, as it were. Yeah. I mean, this is anyway, before that. Just, and then, you know, like when they're putting on all the armor on these guys, and I always think, how do these knights ever see out of their little cracks? Right. You know, right, they have their and, little, if, and adjusted if they're yeah. uh, if it sags on their head. Yeah, exactly. So the movie is told in three chapters. First, you see the movie, the story, what of what happened of this incident um, from Matt Damon's character. Then you see it from um, Adam Driver, who's been accused of something. You see it from his perspective, okay. and then the last chapter is from Jody. Comer, who plays Marguerite, whatever her name is. The woman who's been wronged. Yes, but she's married to Matt Damon's character in in the movie, and we see that right away at the right. beginning. I thought the movie was excellent. You I did. definitely give did it. Did Casey love it? He didn't go with me. He didn't want to go. There must have been college football around, but he'll watch it when it comes to streaming. Right. But I went with a girlfriend of mine, and we both really liked it. We give it like a solid A-. minus. Really? Good. Yeah, Matt Damon is miscast. Okay. okay. Should Ben Affleck have been the husband? Matt, no, Ben was so great as oh, really? this dilettante, snotty prince. Okay. He was a very affected man with his blonde hair, and he just wanted to be, you know, he didn't want to be bothered with all of these princely things that he had to do. And Adam Driver is kind of the prince's enforcer, okay. but he's also friends with Matt Damon's character, and anyway, so but the movie belongs to Jodie Comer. She she's stunning wonderful. in it, and she is such a good actor. And 
Yeah, I, I I think you're right. I think, you know, even when my friend and I were going to the movie, we saw like a four o'clock show. We're like, it was beautiful out, but it was kind of cold out. And I yep. thought, yeah, this really does seem like a November, December movie. It totally movie. is, Laurie. Yeah. So it's too bad because nobody is going to see it. Uh, there were like maybe seven people in the theater. Oh, when I saw it on okay. Saturday afternoon. So, so not-, not a lot, but I, it was a, you know, it was a good epic. If you right. like your um, it, historical fiction. Are you glad you saw it in a theater? Yeah. I feel like that's a theater movie. Yeah, it was, but I had to put my scarf over my eyes because the violent, the, the sword fighting scenes with lots of men and horses just gets to me and that I need- blows me away <laughs> that you can watch all those other things that you watch and that gets you yeah that's yeah. funny yeah i know all right anyway so well, i'm gonna go see that and then the other movie that uh opened this weekend and it made more money than expected i guess you could say it's Dune, some decent oh, box office yes. numbers, and that was Dune. Um, Holly saw it. Oh, did you see it, Holly? Did you see Dune? Yeah. And was it good? I liked it. You did? Yes. Because it's a confusing, weird novel for sure. Well, I will say that this film version lays out the plot pretty basically. You okay. know, so good. because I've not read the novel, I haven't seen the movie or the miniseries or anything, anything. so I was just so going you in cold. Into it. Yeah. But yeah, I totally got what was going on. Yeah, it made more money. People were like pretty happy about it. And I have to say, they showed the trailer and my friend and I were like, oh, it feels like, you know, Star Wars meets something else. We were intrigued with the trailer. I mean, okay. they, this movie needs to make some serious uh, money. It's the director's biggest domestic box office. And this movie is available in the theaters and also HBO Max. So, you know... Um, but yeah, it opened at at number one, but it had a budget of three hundred million. So it oh. needs to keep going right, along. Well, how much did it make? It made one hundred eighty one internationally and forty million here in the U.S. So they're feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, they're setting it up for a whole cinematic universe. All yeah. right, there we go. I wonder if a lot of people went and saw After Antarctica with Will Steger's movie. Oh, I hope so. I know. I hope so. I, I mean, I, the film festival is going on it's all week. It's going on all so week, many you guys. Good ones. And, and really, if you want to support our local film scene, you know, it helps out them if yeah. we stream their movies this week. Right. So go to TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Yeah. The movie that looked terrible... Oh, and the it? trailers is that French dispatch. Oh, that they've been they advertise that on Hulu all weekend. That uh, does that not look like the worst Who's movie? Wes, Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson. It does, but it also looks. And there's a million stars in it, but it's like a chapter story about the a French newspaper, the Paris Review. Yeah, yeah. the beginning of the French newspapers. Yeah. I don't even know. Anyway, so Timothy was in two post-COVID record-breaking films that premiered this weekend. Timothy Chalamet, Dune, and French Dispatch he's in. And he's supposedly filming right now young Bob Dylan. Oh, he's perfect. He's going to be the young Bob Dylan. That's why I'm really, really wanting Harry Styles to play the young Mick Jagger. Wait, we haven't heard. Wait, what? What do you (laughs) want to hear? Wait, what? Who? Yeah, yeah. They're not ready to cast. Yeah, and the reason we haven't seen Ben and Jennifer, you know, Benifer. Yeah, why? Is she's filming in Vancouver. He's in Austin, but they were in LA this weekend, but he just showed up in Beverly Hills. 
Okay, I love with uh, I love the kids. That. I think with her kids for breakfast. Okay. Thank God you're watching that for us. Thank yeah. you. It's the a better joy. for watch. It's a joy and a pleasure. I didn't want anyone thinking they were breaking up. We'll be right back with the dirt <laughs> alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Well, hello. Happy post Rolling Stone concert <laughs> yes. Monday to everyone. I don't know again. what we're going to obsess about now for the next month. Well, I got a new concert now tomorrow oh, night. Right. So. But you have a concert tomorrow night? <laughs> yeah, Bleachers. Is that oh, Fillmore? Okay. All right. Good. Then I'm glad that your schedule is moving forward. Let's yes. talk yeah. about Anne Hayes talking to Page Six. Oh. So she's claiming in a new interview with Page Six that she was blacklisted by Hollywood after striking up a romance with Ellen DeGeneres. I totally yes, believe that. I believe Her that career too. did just crash. Yeah. yeah so Anne Hayes, if you recall, dated Ellen DeGeneres from 1997 to the year 2000. She said that this was a moment in my life when I was given the glory of being able to stand up for what I believe in and have since I was a kid. And she invited Ellen DeGeneres as her date to the 1997 premiere of Volcano. Mm -hmm. Oh, that horrible movie. With Tommy Lee Jones, where the volcano erupts over La Brea in Los Angeles. So uh, she said that she invited Ellen kind of as a spontaneous gesture about living in loving kindness. So she tells Page Six. And she remembers that the repercussions of that relationship were swift and harsh in Hollywood. And she said, I didn't do a studio picture for 10 years. She said she was fired from a $10 million picture deal and did not see the light of day in a studio picture. I feel like we heard her say this story, though, a she couple might years have, ago. But it's like we're saying yeah. again that, like, you think, okay, times have changed, but that wasn't that long ago. And my gosh. No, that wasn't that long ago at all. So one movie that Nan Ahish had already been in talks to do before her relationship with Ellen was Six Days, Seven Nights. Oh, really? With Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. And she said that she was nervous that after going public with her relationship with Ellen, that the studio didn't want her for the lead role anymore and was even told that she wasn't going to get it. And she was, you know, obviously distraught about it. But Harrison Ford picked up the phone and called her and he said, you know, I don't care who you're sleeping with. We have a romantic comedy to make and let's make it the best one that's ever happened. Well, that too bad that part of it didn't come true. Yeah, Yeah. I don't really remember. (laughs) You know, they gave it the old college try. They did. Yeah. So, you know, she's talking with Page Six because she has a new movie out on Friday. It's called 13 Minutes and then it will be on demand November okay. 19th. Uh, Erica Jane is already reportedly dating again amidst her divorce from Tom Girardi. Well, this is not surprising. Is not She's surprising uh, currently on Sugar Daddy's Where Are You? Dot biz. So TMZ reporting that Erica Jane has re-entered the dating pool a month ago and that she's already been on. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On a handful of dates with different men. Uh-huh. This surprises me. I, I, I can't believe dates. her P. I can't believe that We're she got her hairdresser dates. to call TMZ with this story. Yeah, apparently uh, the source is saying that Erica's gone out with a mix of guys with sources revealing she spent time with suitors who work in Hollywood as well as those outside the entertainment industry. Suitors? Suitors. Suitors? What, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, uh, Erica Jane is not 80 years old. Yeah, Who uses the well, word suitor? She does because that's She's the looking, age group. She's yeah. looking for a sugar grandpa. She is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking for one who's healthy, has yeah. half wood and one foot in the grave. Yep, exactly. Half healthy. Half healthy. Yeah. Half staff. Can't so you to just speak. see, okay, do you know any rich men? Oh. You know. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I can keep people company. I know how to keep you, I know how to spend your money well. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, great. Uh, so that's happening. Uh, in I'll the world, let you uh, touch my knee at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, I don't think anybody likes her anymore. Well, I suppose the ruse is up a little bit. We kind of know yeah. what's going on behind the scenes. Uh-huh. And perhaps, you know, maybe there's a special someone out there for Erica Jane who will willingly accept that kind of relationship. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. I mean, stranger things have happened. David E. Kelly is getting into the business of television yet again, this time with Peacock for a dramedy called, or drama, excuse me, this doesn't sound like a comedy. It's called The Missing. It's an eight episode mystery based on the book, The Missing File. Do you guys know that book at all? Oh, no, I don't know, but he does a pretty good job with his mysteries. So it centers on a New York City Police Department detective who begins to question his humanity when a seemingly routine investigation turns upside down. Hmm. So, okay. more mysteries from David D. Kelly. Mashani. Is that name? Doesn't ring a bell. No, is, Holly, is there any truth to the rumor that uh, Spielberg doesn't is not behind like banning actual guns on movie sets, and so like without one of those directors, a big director, that 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 this talk of banning guns on sets won't happen because Steven Spielberg is an advocate of using real firearms mm-hmm. on the set. Yeah. I that's the first time that I've heard anything about that. You know, there's a lot of back and forth because of what's been happening uh, in regards to firearm safety and, you know, people talking about, well, do, you know... Why are do, do I we, always, do we need guns, real guns real on guns? the set I always thought films? a prop gun meant it was a right. fake gun. I never had any idea that this was real stuff. Yeah, well, you would think it's, you would think that it would be a prop. Now, I'm not so educated yeah. on the protocols of what people use on set or off. I yeah. imagine it's a combination of both. Did you know about that job, the armor? On, you know, movie sets that have guns, armors, they're called. That would not surprise me at all. I mean, if you're working with a serious firearm and making movies is a serious, serious business and it's very complicated and you need to have people, you know, there's prop masters and then people who work under the prop masters to be able to be accountable for every single thing that's on the set. You have continuity people to make sure that the vase is on the right side when you're filming so that everything is arranged. There's, you know, when you sit and watch a movie and you see the end credits there's a lot of folks yeah who are involved in making these movies well you know perhaps we can reconsider 
having real guns on the set of films. Seems like it. Yeah, you know, and I, I would be shocked that that was Steven Spielberg only considering. Now we'll go back to part of the conversation that we were happening about film safety last week. It's because he was an executive producer on The Twilight Zone where people died. Oh, yeah, the Vic Morrow. The Vic Morrow mm-hmm. story. And, you know, that was just a horrific accident that happened on the set of that, that movie. That should be like our vintage scandal this week, yeah. talking about oh, some you of the should. other right. um, things that have happened on sets. sets where mm-hmm. people have been badly hurt. Yeah. You know, and you and every time these things happen, you know, you hope that the conversation moves in the right direction of safety mm-hmm. and looking out for people. And then something like this happens and, you know, hope the conversation starts again. So, yeah, because yeah. it's either. There's somebody, there's just a, so many people screwed up for this to have happened oh, on right. that Baldwin. 100%. Or somebody had bad intent and like put a bullet, but there were like three guns, you know, that they were using on the set. So that seems, you know, not very likely. It, just seems it seems so like it was just it like a really a, a lot like. Three or four people in a row made a big mistake. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, of course, all the producers. Yeah, and this movie rests. You know, we're learning a lot of stuff from affidavits that are coming from the set. So these are kind of the official the word. The detectives are getting the, their The detectives, are, yeah, they're getting their interviews and they're getting their information. And so, you know, this is a this is a story that's in progress and that we're learning more about this and, you know, what exactly led to this horrible, horrible accident. I, I don't see this movie ever coming out. No. no. Oh, because the producers of Russ said that they're stopping production, but they said they kind of left the door open saying, well, we might start it again. But at this point, is this a film that people want to see no. and that they want to be made? I suppose the producers can go ahead and they can make it and they can just maybe cross their fingers that people will forget that because this is going to be this is this is not a big blockbuster movie. No, it was right. $6 million budget, right? Yeah. 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 So, oh, Sally. You. You're welcome. What's happening on the roads? Uh, just a few accidents to talk about, you guys. Let's start. Are we ready to talk about sex? I always am. Are we? I, okay. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So <laughs> if you've got a dirty mind, you've probably already imagined probably. it. But the terms that there are out there for things, it's astonishing, really. So okay. um, there's a word... <laughs> I cannot tell you how I came about discovering this word. Okay. I have to protect I, I, my sources. Okay, but I'm going to okay. guess. Wait, okay. So tell but me what the word the is. The word is called, it's it's a Dutch word, and I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. Okay. Swaffelen. Oh. S-W-A-F-F-E-L-E-N. <clears throat> okay. And um, it's a category of something, and basically it's a... <laughs> A wiener slap, if you like, <laughs> is what it means. It, Grant, the, don't it, encourage her. I feel yeah. like ever since you've been on the show with us, oh. she just swaffling, and she it literally just means tries to get you to laugh. Swing and tail, swing and tail, I mean, is I'm, what that word means. And the Dutch liked that word so much they added it to their dictionary in two thousand and eight. <laughs> but it, <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you where I found this. Yes, let's hear it. Pornhub. 
There's Why a category. Were you there? Oh yeah. Why were There's you- a category. Well, Maybe I was doing research for this show, Julia. <laughs> I know, really. It is hard to find stuff, so thank you for the good lead on Weeks are Not Here. It's the act of hitting one's... There is literally a category for swaffling. Yeah, the, the category of hitting one's exposed <laughs> wiener against an object or a person. Swaffling. But it's got to be soft enough to create the swinging motion when the person swings their hips. Oh. So it's like a semi... Semi softy hardy, oh, whatever you call it. Just that. a swing of the trunk. Just a okay, swing in the trunk. Honest to beat, I, but really Buffling. seriously, how much Grant gets a kick out yeah. of you and your sex uh, things? Grant, I just, I've because been... we wouldn't even talk, let Donnie look at us on <laughs> sex money because we never wanted <laughs> ever to hear his feedback. So yeah. that you just and as long as you listen, as long as all parties are into it, it's okay. There's no wrong way to get your swaffling on. They're swaffling on. See, I love it because I learn something new almost every Monday. Well, sure, but (laughs) I mean, that's... Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is welcome. Well, I'm just saying, but it's a thing. Under consent. It's a category out there. It's a category out there. when you're learning a new person, you would just say, hey, are you into this swaffling? Yeah. Yeah, and And don't say yes if someone... On don't a feel- dating profile, ask you about swaffling or ask if you'd be willing to be okay. a humiliatrix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another first one. Of all, first of all, Lori, that anyone would ever even come up, are you into swaffling? swaffling. I, first I just message. Have, how do you feel I about think swaffling? that'd just be funny to text someone that yeah. I just heard this new word swaffling. How do you th- what do you think? It's a yeah. pickup line. They'll go Google it. They might and laugh. And anyone they you might know not. that's Dutch, be sure and put the two Fs in there. Just so heard about swaffling. Oh, this is awesome. And What's the humanatrix? Humiliatrix. Oh, humiliatrix. That's, That's a, a type dom- of dominatrix who's skilled in erotic humiliation or real life humiliation. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know it. Are you well, interested? This is so good to know that. About I like that you go there that we don't have to. Just, you know, these new categories. I wanted to categories. see what was new. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just try to keep I up with the I haven't been there ones. in a while. Trying to keep up with the kids. <laughs> There's so oh, many categories. Do you want to know what another word is that's, uh, that the kids use? Yeah. Right, hold on, i got to find it. Oh, damn it. Is it a sexual word? No, maybe not, but it was just a, um, um, clever. Like, using clever, like... Uh, you know, I'm not feeling clever right now or something, but the kids use it all the time. Have you heard of that, Grant? No, no, but I can... But clever outside of being clever? You haven't heard that? No. no. All right, that was just it, a weird it, one that I heard from a couple different kids. They, that was a couple people, though. Fine, but that right. doesn't mean anything. Fine. Well, swaffling. Swaffling means something. There's a category in Pornhub for it, Julia. Well, and if you ever run across a guy who wants to chase you around your room so he can just slap you... Slap! You know, run! Slap! Oh, here's a door! Slap! Oh, here's here's a towel rod! Slap! Here's the dishwasher! Slap! Please, kids, don't get your uh, uh, your ideas. I wonder why porn. moms don't let their kids listen to this show, Lori. Wow. You are ruining, get take wipe out a huge demographic for us. Slap! Here's a wall. Slap! Here's a, here's a towel <laughs> I mean, I've seen it done, so now I've got a name for the well, The other positive is that that's good wood. Swaffling? No. Swaffling. You can walk around and slap it everywhere. You've got yeah. a good, strong wood. That's yeah. a, that is the well, positive you, part of all, all this. Right, but again, the key to swaffling is it's midway. Just a t- 
Oh, it's, it is. It's a softy oh. hardy. Oh, okay. It's a loft and slothlin. Semi. semi. It's a semi. semi. It's a semi. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. a semi. Oh, we God. all know what those are. I never thought in my life I'd say semi besides a semi truck. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Halfway. Okay. Are it's you, a lofter. Are you guys familiar with the sex position called the helicopter or the windmill? Excuse me, the you, windmill. I, feel I know like what the you helicopter did that on is. here before. I don't know. I don't know, but right now I don't think I could do any sex position with how my back is freaking out. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, All right, what is a windmill? Well, normally, if someone is a Wind- windmiller okay. in a sex position, outside of conserving- if someone is just whirling with their weenus <laughs> or their penis <laughs> around like the blades of a helicopter, it's, a, it's the helicopter. That's what I'm saying. It's the why don't you ever post our videos? Because this, just Lori acting this out. It would be great. Well, we're recording, so maybe we'll get this. Well, I, we are being adolescent humor right now oh, with the are helicopter. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are there you is, kidding me? You're not being professional. Yeah, there is a windmill sex position that has its roots in the Kama Sutra, mm-hmm. a book that everybody well, like gets as just, a wedding gift when yeah. they go to a shower like it, in their 20s. It's this way and this way. That's correct, sure. Julia. I it think is, you, you, it's like the splits. It's the passion propeller position, if oh, you will. Oh, not the propeller. The propeller. The yeah. propeller. Oh, God. It's a complicated one. I'm not even sure if I can describe it. Okay, so, of course, like any good sex position, someone's giving and someone's receiving. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And the best way to get in the windmill position is for the receiver to lie down on their back, legs apart. Legs akimbo. Legs akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then the giving partner faces the receiver's feet. But rather than getting into the quote-unquote 69, they scooch down so that their genitalia are together. Sure. So okay. you're just facing different directions on top of you. He, yeah, but th- yeah. you're, mm-hmm. you know, you got a lot of feet. You're not seeing any faces. Got a lot of feet. Yeah, you got a lot of feet. Is this supposed to create some new... Sensation it's, that we are going to want, or something. I'm yes, trying to look for the positive. Intense, intense penetration sensation I through think, deep circular. Helicopter I think you emotions. can accomplish this just by twisting a little. Maybe. Yeah. They're I mean, saying is, that feels like a lot of extra work to try to get to a position that you can do. Well, by just a the, little, the thing that a it little helps. Thirty degree angle. The reason I give this tip is because there's too much. Spectrating going on in the bedroom. It's come to my attention. Being a spectator to your own sex life, making a dinner list of the store, thinking about other things. Oh, okay. So this would keep you engaged because it's like a yoga pose. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> exactly right. You got to focus on your warrior. Right. You okay. have to be in the movement. Right. I should All have right. led with Thank it. You. I'm worried about Thank the spectators. Okay. Spect- Catering You're worried about on. people not focusing on the task at hand. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think that they're composing an email for tomorrow, Got thinking it. about this. <laughs> and so if you're having trouble with spectorating. Is that, e- spec- is that even a word? Yeah, spectorine. Spectorine. That's what it is. Yeah, a lot of people. Some of their greatest thinking goes on <laughs> while they're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. I haven't been in a relationship, apparently, that long to have this sick in yet. They have these TikToks of these girls that'll show themselves kind of from, you know, down below, the camera's down below, and they're in that motion, and it's to pretend that they're having sex, right? right. And then they'll have thought bubbles. What am I making for dinner? Right. What right. do I got to do tonight? Just right. like you yeah. said. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. grocery list. <laughs> they'll threaten somebody with windmilling. windmilling, and if not that, find... A way you can swaffle in all over the house. <laughs> Get somebody to behave. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> I know. Well, well, I was all over the place because my mind was with Mick. Julia, what can I say? Hey, I just, you, was, didn't do you do a, see, think he'd be a swaffle hazel? Oh, he was. A swaffling? Mm-hmm. I'd let him swaffle in me, that's for sure. He, he could chase me around any room he wanted. He was swaffling all over the stage last night, what that's for sure. What if you had an opportunity with Mick? Oh, Julia, I tried in my younger days to find him. We know. We know you followed him. I followed. I went to the... I knew where he was staying. I mean, I did everything, but... I am not a ballerina, and apparently that is what he prefers. This is days. true, yeah. and a thirty-year-old, and a limber one at that. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is you were right off. You check, check. You're off the list. I'm off the list. All right, listen. We'll be right back. Dumois had a gossip scoop this weekend, and now Hollywood's trying to figure out if it's a true story. Thanks, Grant. Look at that. All, All right. right. So, so tonight is you know what? Dancing with the Stars horror theme. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, horror night. Oh my god, I can only imagine how bad Tyra's gonna scare all of us. <laughs> what is she gonna wear? I don't know, but she'll frighten us absolutely. I hope she comes out as Bride of Chucky. That would be epic. That would, that would be, be epic. Have you kept up with the All American on the CW? Um, no. I'm behind. Well, the no. fourth. They're already on the fourth season. Season, yeah, I know. I haven't I know. watched any of the third. I lost. Yeah, I, I stopped. I, I mean, I love it, but I haven't seen any of. the I third know. Season. I haven't either. Yeah. yeah, we lost it. Like, kind of, kind of lost it in the pandemic. It, yes, so. but it, it's a great show, though. It is. It was good. It was okay. okay so it looks like, uh, according to Dumas, that uh, John Mulaney and Olivia Munn's Oh. PR teams went through the trouble of crafting that elaborate and semi-fictional timeline about how John went to rehab, left his wife, and then met and impregnated Olivia for absolutely nothing. Because now sources are saying that he had a wandering swaffinol, and uh, Olivia caught him cheating, and now they are no more. <laughs> it, 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 wump, okay. wump, 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 looks like it's out oh, of time. sent this to me on Saturday. Lori. So there, she's not even had the child yet. No. Wow. Because remember, according to John, last October, he moved out of the house he shared with his wife, Anne yes. Marie Tendler. Yes. After getting out of rehab, then he claims he met Olivia in the spring. And I'm not sure when John thinks springs begins, but, you know, he asked for a divorce in February didn't file till July and Olivia's due before the end of the year. So either that baby grew faster than a normal one and should be immediately studied for medicinal reasons, or they could be trying to cover up his cheating on his wife with Olivia. Who's to say who can say, but color, no one's surprised. Oh no. That this is crashing and burning. And I wrote it right here. Mm -hmm. And this is why this is so funny because I did a post note and it says right here, Lori, this we we this was just on September eighth of this year. Yeah, it, Olivia, Mom, and John Mal, Mal, whatever Mulaney. It will end 
Tears. Tears. I did say that. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> that quote there, it will end, end in, in tears. tears. Just like all, oh man. Yeah. Why here, is he, he is not that hot to think well, he's can. The thing is, is that he's out of rehab just in, you know, it's not, not even been a to, year. You're not supposed to be in a relationship. This but, is although why. everyone does. Of course. And I think a wander- because you met all these great new people. Yeah, and maybe you know the wandering peen train right. is fun to be on board right now because he's been married for six years. Right, he's openly in his comedy talked about how he is very ambivalent. In fact, kind of was leaning on never having kids. Right, and now he's got and a now, child. Yeah, with and Olivia Munn with a soccer girlfriend. Wow. Yeah, this is we knew it was going to okay, end badly. This is. Something. Mm-hmm. What is going to... Okay, well, there... You know, I guess I would really hate to be pregnant with someone's baby who didn't want to be with me. Of course. I, on on yeah. a top, on a scale of... <laughs> one to ten. That's <laughs> right one, up there. This Bad one scenario. would be a twelve. This mm-hmm. one would really kind of upset me. Um, um, you were so passionate about me two weeks ago, and now I'm pregnant, and you're not. Ooh. Yeah, right. Ooh, and they're older. I mean, like, you know, you get it in your 20s, but not in your 30s. Yeah, come on, Olivia. Where's the pill? Come on, John. Where were your condoms? Right? She wanted a baby. She did. She's a so. baby age. She's going to have a geriatric pregnancy. How old is she? Like 30? 41. 41. Oh. Oh. Well, she's probably pea green. She probably ate didn't think she could get pregnant. That's how it happens. Who doesn't think they're going to get pregnant at 41? A lot of people, Lori. Well, not when you're single. Well, a lot of people maybe who hadn't gotten pregnant before that and suddenly, woo. Yeah. I don't know. She's, you know, she's not ever been married to anybody. Like, she dated Aaron Rodgers forever and they never, they were like engaged. What's but ever never happened married. to his girlfriend? Does she ever sit on the sidelines? That Haley Baldwin or not her, but the other one? His girlfriend? Seinfeld. No, that's not her name. It's, it's uh, what the hell? I can just is. see her. I don't know what her it name is. is. It's not Haley Steinfeld. It's another one. It begins with an S. Her name. It's pretty close to that. Yeah, Grant, pretty who is that? Grant, who is it? Damn it, Grant. Tell us. I'm looking. I'm looking. It's she's with she's with what's his name? Oh, we promised ourselves we would never do this. I know on the air. Aaron Rodgers' old girlfriend. Oh, Aaron Rodgers' it's old girlfriend. It's his current girlfriend. Olivia Munn is no. the old girlfriend. Shailene Woodley. Thank you. Woodley. She's go. close to the Seinfeld. Yeah, I get where you <laughs> They kind of look alike, though. Yeah. They really, those two are They're about the same age. Yes. Speaking of looks, how about Dolly in her pink outfit at the uh, cancer benefit that she played at this She's weekend? She's aging backwards. Oh, she looks amazing. She Take does. a look at that photo. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Take a look at the photo, Travis Barker. You know, he had his ex name on his body, and now he just put a big scorpion over her name, Shauna Mokler. Yeah, wow. A big scorpion will cover up a lot of other bad tattoos when you're doing that much real estate. So he posted that. You You could just just wear black duct tape on the area, too. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just cover it up with some duct tape. Grant, you don't have a tat? I have a couple, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I have a couple. Most people do have tats. Do they? Put them well, in the areas I can't see them. I would say most people that are under 40, yeah, have tats. At least one. All right. As soon as I got to 18 and had a few alcoholic mm-hmm. beverages Your in San Diego. Your parents let you? No, that's why oh. I was 18 was and I 18. was in college. And oh, I went, yeah. and the oh. first chance I got, I was like, I'm going to get a couple oh, tats. Yeah. Oh, 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 there were strict rules. And then, uh, well, it's, it's just, you know, not that they if didn't. If you, listen, the only time you as a parent can make your kid not get a if tattoo is if you're paying. So exactly. you're on the dime. Yeah. I had that 
going for me. But and you know what? One of them listened to one. It's kind of nice because you you'll save when you're 25. You'd get a very different tattoo than 100%, when you're 18. 100, Lori. I thought I'm saving them from their mistakes. Yeah, you were because I don't really like mine, and I'm glad they're on my back, and I can't see, see them because they're not the greatest things. See, in the world, that so. is totally it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Kevin Berger was like, she was going I'll to never. pay her kids money not. to wait until they were 25 to get a tattoo. Smart. Just to, and they took her up on it, I think. And I didn't get a tattoo until my first well, divorce. It wasn't even around when. Yeah. I it mean, was. it was, but Lori, it wasn't. Nin- 92, I mean, yeah. I don't come know. On. I don't know. Well, I had biker friends. They had tattoos. I didn't think right. anything of it. Yeah. You know, I had other friends who had tattoos. My dad didn't because he was an Air Force man. He said the Air Force guys don't get tattoos and, like the Navy and Army guys. And if you do, go to a good one because I went to what was called PB Tattoo, Pacific Beach Tattoo. And it was around for about six months after that, which made me believe that the people that were there were. I want you to turn around right now and show us your tattoos. Well, one of them I can't, but the other one's right okay. here. Okay. Oh, it's in the middle of your back. It looks. Why do you have a penis in the middle of your back? Grant, oh that's a very. Is that, a, is that the mermaid um, priest penis? That's what it is. <laughs> Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.